the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. All right. Well, welcome, family. Uh, We just want to say thank you for joining us. Um, You know, tonight, this is Blaine Nurse, and I'm here with Pastor Ed Brody, uh, Brother John Simon. Pastor John Simon is not feeling the greatest, so he's taking a break. So uh, just want to encourage the group, the family, to keep him in your prayers you know, Pastor Ed, um, again, knowing John most of his entire life um, and seeing what God does through through each and every one of us, oh, yeah. um, I use uh, John's witness a lot to folks because I, do, I, I have known him for so long. But, um, you know, folks, as we see God working and moving and uh, doing things, and, and man, there's the 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 homeless are being fed and they're being clothed and they're being loved and they're given the gospel praise god through this ministry that was put upon his heart um but we know you know we don't we don't battle against flesh and blood but against powers and principalities and the different spirits of this world god but we also know that uh, our god is much greater he's greater he who is with us is greater than he who is amongst us but uh i don't know pastor Ed. i feel like um I just want to encourage the group not only to be praying for John, but for those that are pastors, um, for those that are in ministry, because it is spiritual, and um, you know we need we need that hedge of protection, we need that armor of God, so that we can stand against the wiles of the Amen. enemy. Amen. Yeah, yeah. You know when you look what's going along, one of one of my disappointments in the church right now is the fact that they all see what's going on politically, but very few of them actually uh, understand the spiritual battle that's going on in the background. Yeah. And when you look at the way the church is being attacked, when they can open up bars and these people can go down and get lap dances in the middle of a COVID Mm. and can't go to church, Right. that ought to be pretty obviously who's running things now. And God God promised that he would, as the end times come, he would lift his hand and Satan would have more and more power. Yeah. And boy, if you don't see that day after day. Well, there's a lot going on in our world. And uh, so that's that's kind of where we are. And, 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 you know, we're here with you. We're all fighting this battle together. Or we're, we're kind of just behind him who does. You know, Amen. we're, we're Amen. behind our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so we just want to welcome you folks. Again, thank you for joining Cornerstone Radio. Um, when, when we get together here on this show, we like to give reports as to what's going on in the ministry that we have been called to do. And uh, so this week, Pastor Ed, this week, um, what I really noticed um, is the genuine hearts of those who serve. 
you know, the, the folks that come in from Skyline, the folks that come in from Elkhorn Wesleyan, um, the men and the women that are being used, they're just loving these folks up. And, um, and, and they're, they're really there for us. You know, um, you and I, we get to go, we get to pray, and um, we get to talk, and, and, and so do they. But it, it's just such a support group in this one ministry that there's a lot of moving parts. Amen. Yeah. And even the people that go out with us are learning that we had one uh, woman who come in and confessed to us. She'd been out there for probably at the time, maybe four or five weeks, and uh, she went to get some gas, and this woman was having problem with the with her pump, so she went over to help her and ended up sharing Christ with her. And she oh, come back yeah. saying, "I've never done that before." Amen. So you know they 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 get the feel to want to share, and uh, they get the boldness then, and and uh, they're just sharing with everybody. Yeah. Well, and, and I know that uh, for us, we get to read the Word, we get to coach people in the Word, and uh, tonight we're going to be going over again the testimony of our Lord Jesus, and uh, I know Ed's got some of the healings that Jesus has done. There were some things that I brought up last week, folks, that um, I wasn't able to finish on. Um, one of them, I, I did bring up Jesse, um, a, a family member that was battling with cancer. Well, she went home to the loving arms of her Savior. You know, we talk a lot about here in this study there, Pastor Red, on Jesus' healings, but, but we yeah. know. We know, number one, is, is eternity. Eternity by the love and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the price he paid on that cross. Uh, we get to enter into heaven when we confess with our mouth that he is Lord and we believe in our hearts that God raised him from the grave. It's said that we will be saved. And so she did. And so she's, she's no longer here. She's no longer in pain, but I truly believe she's up there dancing. Right. Well, you know, uh, we all talk about Jeremiah, uh, was it? 29-11, thank you. Yeah. And uh, and how he plans for our life. You know, one of the things we don't remember is the fact that our death is planned also. Yeah. So when someone goes someone goes home to the Lord, it's not uh, for me anyway, and I'm assuming for you as well, it, it's not a sad thing right. because this is the way God planned it to be. Mm-hmm. And they they leave this world full of, full of its sin and all that's going on, and they go in to meet Jesus uh, personally, yeah. Uh, in in John uh, chapter fourteen, it talks about He comes to gather us. So He, when we pass from this life into the next, Jesus is standing there. Yeah, you know, out of body in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. So it's something that, uh, at least at my age, I envy her. <laughs> yeah, twenty eight. Well, and I was just going to mention that um, you know you've been in a in ministry for a very long time. You know, you've seen the battles. We've all been called to, again, when we were talking about praying for our pastors mm-hmm. and our leaders. But you know what? we got to pray for each other because, as you were just telling the story, I, we're all out there. We, you know, we're called yep. to be witnesses for Jesus Christ. And really, once we learn what that means, mm-hmm. we just get to witness to see what he does because right. he does it all. He does it all. And it's a great confidence to watch and see our Lord work and move and love and change and um, change the hearts. He sure did for Jesse. And uh, it, it, it's hard. It's tough when we see someone go and we mourn. Um, but I was led to read out of Ecclesiastes, you know, um, with Jesse's mom, my sister-in-law, that, um, you know, there's a time to mourn. You know, yes. there's a cr- time to cry. There's a time to dance. You know, there's a, 
There's for every season under the sun. There's a time for him. What a beautiful scripture that what that scripture is, and the hope that we have there. But I don't know. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to have you go ahead and start us out there, Pastor Ed, and uh, go through some of the things you want to encourage our audience with. Okay. Well, one of, one of the things we always uh, all of our testimonies of Jesus are coming out of scripture. Mm-hmm. But there are other sources of testimony for Jesus, and there was a, a man by the name of Flavorus Josephus. And Flavorus Josephus wrote a history of the Jews. He has two main books that he wrote for, but there's only two that pertain to us. One of those is is called Jewish Antiquities, and it deals with the lives of the people, the Jewish people. And the other one is called the Wars, uh, the Jewish Wars, and it deals uh, with, the, with, obviously, the wars. But... <clears throat> Josephus uh, published his books in 93 Hmm. uh, A.D. John, the revelator, didn't pass away until 100 A.D. So he was alive during about seven years after these books were written, which I always found kind of interesting. But but Josephus Josephus had never met Jesus. Hmm. And so all he had to go on when he wrote was, what he knew about Jesus from other people, their testimonies about Jesus, their stories about healing and those kinds of things. So when I read this, you understand that this is, this is a testimony in itself that other people had testified about Jesus. But he, uh, I'm not going to give you all the, the paragraph and page because it doesn't make any difference unless you have the book. But here's what he, here's what he writes. It says, about this time there lived Jesus, a wise man, if indeed one ought to call him a man. For he was one who performed surprising deeds and was a teacher of such people as accepted the truth, excuse me, as accepted the truth gladly. He won over many Jews and many the Greeks. He was the Messiah. And when upon the accusation of principled men among us, Pilate had condemned him to a cross. Those who who had first come to love him did not cease. Mm. Uh, He appeared to them uh, spending a third day restored to life. Now, he's talking here about the three days in hell. He died. He went uh, He was... uh, in hell for three days, and then he arose, and that's what he's talking about in this third day restored to life. For the prophets of God had foretold these things and a thousand other marvelous about him. And the tribe of the Gentile, I'm sorry, the tribe of the Christians, so-called after him, has still to this day not disappeared. Mm. And I think we can say that today. To this day, they still haven't disappeared. Amen. Amen that, to that. That was Josephus' uh, testimony of mm. Jesus that he got from the people who had talked to him. So I, I thought that was quite a testimony just in itself. Yeah, I like how you said that there, Pastor Ed, because, again, as we've been talking about this show, is it's about testimony. It's about the testimony of Jesus. It's about the testimony of our own lives, folks. And you know what? Um, whether you've been called to memorize Scripture, share Scripture, pray over folks, whatever you're called to do, um, love them up. And um, just, just uh, you know, the, I love the story in Isaiah where uh, Isaiah was, they said, whom, 
whom shall we send? And he said, here I am, Lord, send me. And um, so when you get that call, and uh, remember, as we uh, asked earlier for uh, Pastor John, and really for those that are in ministry, keep praying for him, and uh, God's going to do a work. And we all get to be joined together, no matter what our gifts are. We are one body, and uh, we get to be joined together, and we get to watch things happen. And and when we give praise reports there, Pastor Red, mm-hmm. it's it's what we see our Lord doing, and um, he's always doing something. Absolutely. He always is. Um, one of his greatest healings, um, uh, Pastor John was going over it while he was uh, hanging out with us last week and the week before, is uh, the, the resurrection of, of Lazarus. And I'm, I want to kind of go over that story a little bit. Also, uh, as he had shared, you know, Lazarus, um, the good friend of Jesus, had died. He was in the tomb four days. And um, he was met. Uh, Lazarus's sister, Mary, came out to meet him. And in the book of John, um, chapter 11, I, I want to read these couple scriptures because this is everything. This, this is incredible. Um, it's chapter 11. It's going to be verse 25 and 26 of our story. Um, in 27, it said, Jesus said to her when Mary came to him, I am the resurrection and the life, and he who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And then verse 27, Mary said, she said to him, yes, Lord, I believe you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into this world. And so when Mary had gone out to meet Jesus, she was, she was very sad. You know, the, the sisters were like, man, Rabbi, if only you had been here, he would have been saved. You would have healed him because they saw all the miracles. He did it before. And then um, I gotta, I, I'll got i travel a little far further in the story um, that kind of goes over this a little bit more. So now we're going to jump over to chapter 11, verse 33. He said, therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, He groaned in the spirit and was troubled, and he said, Where have you laid him? And they said to him, And they said to him, Lord, come and see. And then, you know, John and I talked about this last week. Um, Maybe you you also, but we talked about the shortest verse in the Bible, which is verse 35. It says, Jesus wept. And, uh, you know, I've been born and raised in this town, and I have a lot of relationships with a lot of people, and I tell them that, and we don't have time for this story, but this short scripture, 22 years ago, changed my life. Um, And that's another story for another time. But Jesus wept. Um, He saw the pain that that death brings. And and then verse 36, it says, Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. And some of these said, Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? And, you know, Jesus Jesus had an agenda. Um, Jesus was always... He knew what he was doing. Amen. You know, our Lord Jesus Christ uh, had an agenda. Um, I, 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 I don't know how we can put one miracle over another more powerful, but, but when he rose Lazarus from the grave, um, it, it kind of shook the world. Can you imagine? I mean, we've seen a lot of people healed. You know, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of things um, in my life and have been healed of many things. But Lazarus was just a friend um, he had he had passed away. Jesus called him out to life. I should probably go over that, shouldn't I? Um, so I'm going to read to you where he 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 does call Lazarus out, and um, it, it, and that's we're going to find that in verse 38. It says, "Then Jesus 
again groaning in himself, came to the tomb, and it was a cave, and a stone lay against it. And Jesus said, Take away the stone. But Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by the time there is a, there, there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. And Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? And really, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. Right. I mean, Jesus was always to the glory of God, to the glory of the Father. Him and the Father were one. And then verse 41, Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying, and Jesus lifted up his <laughs> eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me, and I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And verse 43 says, Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said to him, Loose him and let him go. So basically, he, he rose him from the grave. You know, the Sadducees, Pharisees, they all saw it. The story were, were told. You know, if that happened in our town, Ed, I know you and I, and, and hopefully our yeah. listeners would be just running through the streets, you know. And, and I think whether it's seeing someone raised from the grave, as, as um, even our stories from earlier, whether it's physically or for an eternity, God raises those uh, by the grace of God and through our Lord Jesus Christ um, to be free, to be, they said, to unbind him. And, uh, and then he, uh, he got to hang out with Jesus. And I, might, I might get to the end of this story after you, Ed. I've been talking a while. I'm going to send it your way. And then, um, and then maybe we'll get to, to the, the point of um, a lot of this story where it ends up. But go ahead. Yeah. But I was, I was going to be in the book of Mark. Uh, if you want to turn there, it's uh, going to be chapter 1. Everything I've got to say is going to be in chapter 1 today. So starting in verse, uh, I'm, going to, I'm just going to do the verses I want to talk about rather than the whole section. So starting in verse 23, it says, Suddenly a man in the synagogue who was possessed by an evil spirit cried out, Why are you interfering with this, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And Jesus reprimanded him, Be quiet and come out of the man, he ordered. At that the evil spirit screamed, uh-oh, screamed in, uh, let me get my, my screen up here, I'm talking about screaming, screamed and threw the man into convulsions and then came out of him. So we know that that, say, that uh, Jesus has power over spirit the spiritual realm, mm-hmm. even as a man. And uh, we have that same power. You know, people people get worried about demons and those kinds of things. Well, he that is in you is greater than he that's in the world. Mm-hmm. And you just have to call on he that is in you, which is the Holy Spirit um, and uh, and Jesus. So that that's one of the things uh, that Jesus did was cast out Demons. Mm-hmm. Now, if we go to verse thirty, uh, okay, my computer's not working right now. Okay, here goes. Uh, it says now Simon's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever. They told Jesus about it right away, so he went to her bedside, took her by the hand, and helped her sit up. Then the fever left her, and she prepared a meal for them. <clears throat> so here he heals a woman. 
doesn't even say anything. There's no dialogue. He just takes her hand, and the power of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. heals her. And and uh, then if we go on, um, uh, verse 34, it says, uh, and I like this, but uh, so we've had individuals that were healed, individuals who had demons cast out of them, but then he says, so, so Jesus healed many people who were sick with various diseases, and he cast out many demons. But because the demons knew who he was, he did not allow them to speak. Mm-hmm. So it didn't make any difference who you were. Uh, if you came to Jesus, that was a sign of faith. Yeah. You know, you, you, you may not be a Christian. You may, uh, may not be a follower of Jesus, but... You see him heal people, and you have the faith that he can heal you. Yeah. And so when people start discussing, okay, who has the faith? The one that's praying for the healing, the person that's being healed? No, no, no. If you go to Jesus, you've got faith. Yeah. And Jesus told his disciples six times, O ye of little faith. Mm-hmm. And yet you look at the miracles that the, that the apostles uh, performed. They did all of this that Jesus did. Of course, it's through Jesus' power, mm-hmm. but he had passed that on to them. And they've passed it on to us. So we have these same powers and same authorities. And at one place uh, in Scripture, and I don't remember what it is, it says that that we have the same power that God the Father used to raise Jesus from the dead. Mm-hmm. So we have the power within us. We just need to learn to start using it. We need to start putting our true, hard, secure faith in Jesus. Amen. And I think sometimes we doubt. And sometimes uh, we do. That's kind of where the problem comes in. Yeah. Yeah, well, I like what you had just mentioned, though. And, and audience, I hope you're blessed by this. But um, you uh, you brought some, some – you shed some light there, Pastor Ed. You know – our Jesus, our Jesus, you know, there's so many stories um, of him healing the blind, healing the sick, the lame. You know, the, he healed everything. Amen. And he had power over that. But with our study today, he, he had power over the demons. So he healed the sicknesses. He had the power over the darkness, over the spiritual realm. And with the story I got to share, um, he has power over death. Amen. And um, and that's our Jesus. And and somehow um, we know, we know, Pastor Ed, and, and that, that our faith does come by hearing and hearing of this Word of God. And that's why we want to study it. That's why we want to share it with our audience. Um, it's 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 real in our lives. You know, the po- the thing that we want, and the thing, and we got to pray some for some folks um, on Saturday. And uh, I'm I'm just one of those big fans of um, carrying anointing oil because I I've been anointed and healed um, for many things. And so when someone comes up, there was a man that whose back was just he couldn't even stand. He was just sitting there. And so uh, we got our group together and, and we uh, just anointed him with oil. Told him there's no power in that oil, no power in our hands. But because in James five it says to go to the elders and pray over them and anoint them with oil, um, we were able to pray over him. And it seems like when we get to, I like you, Pastor Ed. I, I like to get my hands on people. Oh, yeah. You know, just put a hand on a shoulder. That's a, it makes a connection. It, it just makes, seems it makes to. it more personal to me. Very personable. And so, and I asked him. I said, "Hey, man, is it okay if I just put my hand on your shoulder? I'm going to put this little oil on your forehead." 
And uh, so we had our group there, and uh, we were able to pray for him. And, and uh, you know, it's all by faith, you know, and, and the faith does come by hearing of the Word of God. And so um, with that faith and with the stories that we've got to share for this short uh, period of time here, I do want to um, kind of close with this this ginormous point, you guys. It's, it's, it's ginormous. And so um, I am now going to finish the story um, of the story of Lazarus. And it is in the book of John. Also, we find it in chapter 12. It's verse 9, 10, and 11. Um, you're going to like this, and the application, again, is ginormous. Uh, verse 9 says, Now a great many of the Jews knew that he was there, and they came not for Jesus' sake only, but they might also see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief priests plotted to put Lazarus to death also, because on the account of him... Many of the Jews went away and believed in Jesus. You know, Lazarus didn't do nothing wrong, Pastor Ed. Yeah. He was a friend of Jesus. He died, which in this world we will. And Jesus rose him from the grave. And because he was a witness, you know, I have a lot of folks. We have a lot of folks in our lives that, that uh, have had some fairly tough lives, addictive lives. They don't know what their purpose is. I said, your purpose is just to be who you are. And your purpose is to let people that Jesus set you free. Your purpose is to let the folks, the family, and the friends be a witness because Jesus did a work. Well, this Lazarus, they're like, that's the man that was rose from the grave. They couldn't deny it. And so they're like, we got to get rid of this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I just want to I just want to end th- this evening with uh, encouraging each and every one of you. Um, I, I believe, Pastor Ed, I believe we're all a Lazarus. I, I, I think, you know what, we're called to love our God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and our neighbors, ourselves. And as he does a work in our lives, um, we, we want to give God the glory. Yeah. I just wanted to say that, you know, <clears throat> when we uh, accept Jesus, we're raised from the dead just like Lazarus is. Amen. Very good point. All right, folks. Well, man, we are very happy. We, we, we just want to give witness to our Lord Jesus. And, um, but you know what? We thank you for listening. Um, keep those prayers going. And we, thank, we really, really thank the folks that help us out, the servants every week from the different churches. Um, stay tuned to your K-Praise. Listen to your Bible teachers. We are very thankful for Pastor Steve over at Elkhorn West. And he gave us this opportunity. Pray you bless him, God. And we're thankful for Pastor Jeremy and Tim over at Skyline. Um, Pretty incredible. The goodwill, week after week, Pastor Ed, week after week, they give us clothing that we can get to those folks. And Javier and his family over at Sombreros, thank you so much. You have no idea how these folks look so forward to those burritos every single week. Thank you, sponsors. Hey, family, have a great night. Have a blessed weekend, and uh, God bless you. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.